Hey, thanks for listening to the Daily Walk podcast. Just want to remind you that if you have any questions, any thoughts, any comments, or any prayer requests, you can go online to the Boulder Church website, which is at boulder.church. Send them along. We'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, look after each other and live love. Good morning. It's Thursday, July 11. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. So uh, let me pray for today. Heavenly Father, just ask for a blessing on today. I want to thank you for all that you've called us to. I want to thank you for this passage that's wrestling with us. And I ask for your blessing and guidance in it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, we're in the New International Version today, the NIV, Genesis 41, verses 41 through 49. This one has a subheading. Joseph in charge of Egypt. Sapphira said to Joseph, I hereby put you in charge of the whole land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh took his signet ring from his finger and put it on Joseph's finger. He dressed him in robes of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck. He had him ride in a chariot as his second in command, and people shouted before him, Make way. Thus he put him in charge of the whole land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh, but without your word no one will lift a hand or foot in all Egypt. Pharaoh gave Joseph the name zaphnath paneah and gave him Asenath, daughter of Potiphar, priest of On, to be his wife. And Joseph went throughout the land of Egypt. Joseph was 30 years old when he entered the service of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. And Joseph went out from Pharaoh's presence and traveled throughout Egypt. During the seven years of abundance, the land produced plentifully. Joseph collected all the food produced in those seven years of abundance in Egypt and stored it in the cities. In each city, he put the food grown in the fields surrounding it. Joseph stored up huge quantities of grain, like the sand of the sea. It was so much that he stopped keeping records because it was beyond measure. He had huge warehouses, and he was like, it's full. Let it go, let it go. We don't care. <laughs> and somebody was like, oh, I'm good with that. All right, here's our question for today then. Uh, for Thursday, July 11, most people fear failure, but many subconsciously also fear success. What makes success undesirable? Oh, that's such an interesting question. I like that. Hmm. Um, I think lots of things. That success kind of um, it, well, it changes your life, it changes the expectations that you have for yourself. It changes your relationships with other people. It may involve you having to do things that you weren't thinking about having to do. What do you think? I think that it does the same thing as well in the sense that I think that success uh, is overwhelming to people because suddenly you have responsibility. Yeah, well, I maybe think, think, success could mean things that you hadn't thought about. You know how many people yeah, will wish to be expansion. famous, and then yeah. they don't think about, oh, and then it comes to them, and it's like, wow, this means that I can never be alone, and that yeah. everywhere I go, I'm recognized, and I can't be incognito anymore. And I think success also, for some people, they avoid it because they, they've seen other people experience success, and then they're like, they, they don't feel that they can keep on being successful so you raise the bar oh you raise the bar and then you have to keep clearing the bar and you have to keep on clearing the bar it's and like what i was talking about with my my fitness tracker yes where yeah. it will say like last week i did 300 percent of my my move goal or whatever it was i did that a couple of times and uh-huh. after i do this I, the, I haven't done that yet. the watch <laughs> the next day will say <laughs> becky you surpassed your fitness goal by 300 uh-huh. percent. what are you going to do today 
Yeah. And it's, it's like it never says to me, hey, good job. You could just sit around today. You don't have to do anything. <laughs> no, it always it raises the bar. I have tried to tell you that, but you're like, And no. if I surpass my, my move goal for a period of time, like a week or two weeks, it will suggest increasing it. Yes. Like it wants to in- continually increase. Yes. And I think, okay, at some point I can't be like exercising 24 hours a day. Like at some point enough's Are enough, you sure? right? <laughs> so I think that that is a, a thing with success is that as you do better, the bar yeah. keeps raising. You never can be in a situation where you can feel so that's comfortable. So why, that's why I think success has to be, there has to be a different metric of what success is rather than raising the bar all the time. There has to be a, a new way of looking at what success is. But I think that's what pe- makes people fearful of it. Um, and actually, I think people are fearful of failure, and they actually paralyze themselves from trying anything sometimes. But, but really, success is you have to be willing to step into the front line and to take everything on. Well, I think it's also funny. I think most of us like to succeed in the kind of bare minimum way, like to avoid failure, mm. in other words. Like suppose you're at work, you, you want to meet whatever the objectives are. Mm-hmm. For the day, you want to please the people around you, do good enough that you don't get fired, right? Mm-hmm. But you may not want to be so successful that it changes things. I think we like to stay in the known realm. So we like sure. to do whatever. And failure causes you to to leave the known realm. We and like so to manage success. our success. Oh, and also another thing I was going to say about success is it could make other people resent you. Yeah. It, or be jealous of you. And yeah. that changes your relationships. You have a target on your back if you're successful sometimes. Yeah. The, the tall poppy syndrome. Yes. Yes. That's where a good everybody one. Be, where everybody believes that it's actually flat, but in fact everybody still is in competition, but they don't want to admit that they really are. What are you talking about? With well, the tall poppy. Well, the idea that there are societies, there are groups, there are cultural groups that believe that you know everybody should be. We're all flat. We're all equal. But then in reality, there is a competitive edge that exists, but people don't want to admit that it actually exists inside there. And so they chop down anybody who is successful, but deep down they wish to be successful as well. So there's this super double tension going on uh, back and forth between in, internally in the society as well. Why as, is it a double tension? Well, because there are those who are pretending that there is no competition. Oh, okay. And then there, there are those who actually are, there Being actually is, yeah, okay. at the same time. So it's like... This, this double tension all the time inside there. And I think part of it is just the honesty of what success actually brings. So success does bring more pressure. It does bring uh, more responsibility. Well, look at Joseph in this story. So oh, yeah. he's now in this elevated position. And he's now married but, to a non-Hebrew girl. Yes, but mm-hmm. if he fails, mm-hmm. you know, what if his plan doesn't work? Uh, what if the storehouses burn down? Yeah. Yeah. He will be. So there's something to be said for, you know, just kind of keeping your head down and staying off of the radar. Oh, yeah. Like not being so successful that people notice yeah. that you exist and they're gunning for you. Yeah. I'm not saying stay in prison. That maybe. No, I mean having in, found in some kind of. It's just it is actually prison for him didn't sound like it was that bad. It sounds like he, he was in charge. Yeah, he had kind of a cushy gig in prison. Like he was basically the jailer. Yeah, they liked. I think him. The, the difficulty. I mean, even for I was thinking about this the other day as I was writing um, the Daily Walk for uh, the new series that we're doing. The thing about Paul being in prison, even on house arrest, the difficulty for him was just being contained. Mm. And I think that's the thing about prison that it takes away, you know, the freedom to be able to move and to go do. So even well, if yeah, you have, sometimes people act like being under house arrest, for instance, isn't yeah. that bad? And I'm thinking, like, well, yeah, it is though because you can't go you where you can't want to go. go. Where you want to go, and most you people can't. don't like that. No. It's not as awful as being in a dungeon, obviously, no, in absolutely. terms of physical discomfort, but it's not good. The freedom to not be able to move around. I think I think success has lots of things that everybody would 
say, hey, I'd like to be successful. But when you receive it, when you are successful, I think there are a whole slew of other pressure points that you have to face and address in your life. And I think that when you reflect on it deep enough, you sometimes you pull back from it and you slow those things down. I've been in meetings where people have seen, I've seen the, the opportunity for amazing things to step forward and to happen, right? Mm -hmm. And you're just thinking to yourself, well, man, we all decide to do this. This is going to be amazing. And mm -hmm. then suddenly it's like, oh, no. They, the group decides, no, we're not going to do that because there's a level of work that's required mm. or there is a, a level of, um, of political fallout that's going to take place or there is a, there's like a, a personal cost that's going to happen or something's going to take place and suddenly it's like we back down from that. And that's I think, is what uh, pulls us away from some of the ideas of what success can actually be inside there. Yeah. But I, don't, I think Joseph actually, for for all intents and purposes, his story is a story of somebody saying, as the door opens, I'm going to step forward and I'm going to keep on reminding people that I'm available. Oh, yeah, you can always just take an opportunity where it arises. That's not the same thing as a big power grab. But, but, but if, if it does comes, land on my shoulders, I'm yeah. not going to say no. Mm -hmm. That's pretty, and I mean, it was 30 years old. It's pretty, pretty amazing to take that on and to take it on and to be second in the, in the entire oh, empire. 30 was relatively old back then, wasn't it? Like, didn't they only live to be like 45 31, 31. or something? <laughs> yeah. Well, he lived well past that. Like but, uh, we, we would have been the wisest and most aged of all the people. Yeah. No, he lived well past that. So it was a, it was a, good, it was a good life, but, um, but it was shorter. All right, here we go then. I'm going to repeat the question one more time. Most people fear failure, but many subconsciously also fear success. What would make success undesirable for you? Think about that, look after each other, live love, and we'll connect tomorrow. Thanks for your support for the Daily Walk podcast. Wherever you are in the world, we just want to let you know that we're praying for you, and we're glad that you're praying for us too. If you can help us out by giving online, then please go to boulder.church forward slash give and help this ministry actually make an effect on others as well. Keep us in your prayers, look after each other, and live love.